Hello, ballers. Welcome back to the latest episode of Ballers in Pajamas. You're back after quite some time. Uh, so, FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 draws the finally year. The, the stage is set. And we are all set to kick off in in October. And uh, the draws are quite, were quite fascinating. And uh, there were some groups which are so a group of dead. Most probably Group C and Group E, I suppose. And uh, let's see uh, what they are said. So we'll start with order-wise. So with Group A, Qatar, Ecuador, Senegal, and Netherlands. Now, Nayar, I will ask you here, you know, Senegal will be a red-hot form right now, you know, coming and winning two cups, knocking Egypt out again of the uh, World Cup round. And now they are facing Netherlands and Ecuador. And obviously, Qatar will be of obviously no match to them. That is, they are just playing because of the hosting nation. That's why. But apart from that, it's quite a very interesting draw if you uh, like group. If you ask me, you know, if you what ask you me, I'll say group A is the group of death. You know why? Yep. Because Netherlands is not the exact squad who sits the entire tournament or any. You know, they're not exactly the dominating ones. There is a reason they are out of top 10 in FIFA rankings. And Senegal, as you mentioned, are back, you know, uh, after winning the AFCON against uh, Salah's Egypt. And yet again, they won this World Cup's birth after defeating Salah's Egypt. And then you come to Ecuador. I mean, they were, I think, outside of uh, Argentina and Brazil, they were the most spirited side in the South American qualifying. And if you also look at Qatar, I mean, See, this is one thing with Qatar. I mean, see, they are, I think that's the only team right now which is playing in home conditions, first thing. And ever since they got the World Cup bit, they improved a lot. I mean, they were literally improved a lot. And recently, they have been playing friendlies against all the big European countries and everything. Yeah, they played against Portugal. They played against Portugal also quite a Exactly. So, they're gaining though, an all-important experience. So, the gap between the sides is pretty minimal, if you ask me. Yeah, true. So, you know, I guess Qatar, it's a, it'll be a tough, I guess, public will be happy with the team, I guess, playing in such a way. You never know these days anything is possible in football. Any team can beat any team. So, yeah, we we'll go to Group B, you know, or another really interesting group. England, Iran, USA and Euro playoff. Now, that will be either Wales, Ukraine, Wales versus uh, Ukraine or, uh, yeah, Wales versus Ukraine, I guess. The winner of that will be playing the, or, or Scotland, yeah. So, that will be playing Group B. So, you know, another very tricky side for England because we have seen England getting knocked out by uh, Belgium. They have got knocked out by Iceland. Iran has beaten them once, I guess, I remember. Uh, and, yeah, so, yeah, and USA, obviously. You can't rule out that country for sure because what form they are in right now. I mean, it is. it will be very tough for any team to be like, come out and beat them. So, another talking point of England here because England are known for major screw-ups. But obviously, they have a very good squad on paper like every time. But uh, let's see how it goes for them. What do you think, Niyar, of the Group B? You know what? Group B, according to me, is like every, you know, the major, how to say, the online media channels like ESPN, and all the Sky Sports dream group because, you know, the only two countries or teams that bother about England and USA are in the same one. Well, you know, actually, group B is going to be a bit difficult. Interesting, actually, for second spot, England will win the group no matter what. 
because the europe playoff i mean a good team will come obviously wales might come or pretty much a good Scotland team might come. those and usa i mean you come on man usa is like okay i mean they overhype usa for no reason what in media i don't know why. i mean i get it they want to expand in us but still that doesn't make usa a good team at all they finished third behind canada and mexico imagine that Uh, so I mean it's like pretty straightforward group with England going in, and I do think USA will go as the second for sure. Because um, even if Ukraine manages to come or Wales, I mean Wales and USA they don't have much of a difference between them. Well, great, interesting. Now Group C. Now this is one of the group of deaths. Uh, Argentina, Saudi Arabia sandwiched between three big like. Three very tough nations: Argentina, Mexico, and Poland. So it uh, as Mexico will be familiar with Argentina. You know they are like or playing. They have played uh, quite regularly. But Poland again coming in place with Argentina and Mexico is going to be making it look real difficult. It is going to be very you know. But I still see Argentina topping the group in that because their unbeaten run is stacked up. I guess since three years they are unbeaten now, two and a half years. And it's stretched up till thirty games, I suppose, if I'm not wrong. And yeah, so Saudi Arabia, I guess, another. But they'll, they, they, you can't take them out. Maybe they can just score a goal or two in either of the three games they play, and just you know, may 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 cause her upset by having taking a point. Maybe. What do you think, Priya? Argentina topping the group, I guess. See, first thing I don't know why people are saying like it's a group of death or something. It's actually not any group of death because Mexico is levels below. And even Poland, Poland couldn't even make out of the not group itself in Euros. They finished third in Euros. Imagine that. So I mean, say fair play. I mean, they got a bye to get to get by Russia in the playoffs, and yeah, Sweden though they defeated two nil. That's a good win. But still, it's like not see Argentina number four in FIFA rankings right now, and they're on on thirty one matches unbeaten streak. So why don't it's it's not really you know group of death for sure because maybe a small difference. I mean, Mexico is better than Poland in a bit way. Because of the recent form and everything, but yeah, obviously Poland, if they can manage to get some Lewandowski some goals in, or you know, can can he can play as the target man, so they can actually do something good. But still, it's definitely not a group of death according to me. Trust me. And Saudi Arabia obviously are going to finish as dead last for sure because the levels are like way, the levels is like way huge. I mean, the team is not even good enough to compete with any of these three teams. But yeah, yeah but again, the home good thing, exactly good home thing, advantage, yeah, but just good similar, thing. Similar conditions that might be the yeah, good thing. Aid. But at least qualif qualifying to the World Cup finals, at least I mean, a good gesture like playing like qualifying for the top two. So yeah, we go to Group D. I mean, I think that should be a cakewalk uh, for France, uh, Denmark, Tunisia, and either of Peru, Australia, or UAE. Either of them get one. So I guess. That should be a cakewalk group, I guess. France and Denmark with no brainers are going to qualify for that group. What do you think, Niyar? I think no brainer, right? Man, pretty easy, man. France going as top group heads and Denmark following them. In case if I think playoff one, uh, I think one um, uh, Asian team is going to come over the Middle East team and Tunisia fourth dead dead last. No doubt in that. No surprises actually. Yep. Pretty. So, I will. I will still see. I, I can still see Peru coming in. You know, in playing that playoffs zone. When Australia and UAE go, but Peru are slight difficult team, like a good team though. But yeah, let's see. But uh, you know, I think with France, you know, topping the group as predicted, with given such a easy group, 
like I guess they will break that tradition of uh, World Cup winners going out in the group stages. That I guess that tradition is going to break now. Well, that's Group of D. Now let's move on to Group E. Like one of the big games, Spain and Germany in the same group. I mean, wow. We have seen quite fascinating ties between Spain and Germany, I guess, in World Cups as well as uh, World Cup qualifiers. Uh, they are going to have Japan with them and either Costa Rica or New Zealand, but it is 90% obviously going to be Costa Rica only because uh, their, their playoff round will be in June. And uh, Neyar, what do you think of this group? I mean, Spain, Germany? Or do you think a surprise Costa Rica could hamper uh, Germany or uh, Spain? No, no, no. So Spain and Germany will fight it out for the first place for sure. And the getting of Spain versus Germany will be the group stages the highlight match, I guess. I mean, the biggest of the matches amongst the group stages. Um, and come on, man. Japan were not exactly the force they were once. So they are like not even the strongest Asian team in the tournament. Imagine that. And coming to the other IC playoff too, I think Australia might even turn up. But again, man, come on. Not much expectations on them. So it's definitely a fight between one and two rather than like who will which team can upset the other. So it will be a tight fight. Yep. And group F again uh, another no-brainer, I guess. Belgium, Croatia are league runners of the group with Canada and Morocco with them. So obviously Belgium is going to top that group. But again, no-brainer. Croatia, another good team. Uh Canada may be coming third, or Canada or Morocco will be fighting for the third or fourth place. Let's see. Same yeah, thing this is one group we can't neglect because see, Canada actually finished and stopped in North Americans qualifying. But I mean, I'm not saying that they're good, but at least you know the Croatia is already an aged squad, so they can actually put take it up to Croatia and try to. But again, experience better. counts, right? Again, experience counts, but that way. Experience comes, but still, I mean, see, we have seen how. I mean, see, you really can't see experience comes at every point. I mean, see, the young legs are also important, right? Canada is full of youngsters and very they're very, very quick. I mean, Croatia will have a hell of a lot of problems if they are exposed in counters. True, Do you think Modric can actually, just imagine one-on-one, -on -one, Modric can actually handle Alfonso Davis? No, hell no. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I guess what are your, your group predictions for this, Belgium and? Belgium is going, no, for a moment, no brainers in that. They'll be the group toppers. But the second position, I think it all goes down to the uh, match between Canada versus Croatia. Whichever team can win, I think, will go as group runners up. Anyway, and I hope Morocco doesn't turn out to be the, you know, the, what do you call that? Spoil, like, what do you call that? What do you, I just can't get, collect that word. Spoil sport? Yeah, exactly. They don't play the spoil sport uh, in either, you know, Hard, hard, breaking hearts for either Canada or Croatia. Because let, let's see how it goes. Uh, so, Group G now, second last group, is Brazil, Serbia, Switzerland, and Cameroon. It is interesting now because Brazil is again obviously one of the big South American teams, and uh, <clears throat> and with Serbia also, you know, now beating Portugal in Portugal and you know, take time then putting them into the World Cup playoff round. And uh, so, and so they held off Portugal at their home also. So, and Switzerland, again, coming to Switzerland, another good side, the young side who shocked everyone in the Euro 2020. And and Cameroon, no comments, I guess, I haven't heard of them much in this, but another fascinating side, I must say. But and Brazil, obviously, will be topping the group. But what do you think, Miar, Serbia, Switzerland? 
or who is going to go through? I mean, it's going to be the same order by the end of the group stages. Brazil topping, Serbia going in second, Switzerland at third, and oh. Cameroon at fourth. Oh, so you're not seeing Switzerland going through in this? That's interesting. Very interesting. Switzerland actually really lost all of the good players, man. I mean, either they're old or they're retired. I mean, Serbia is looking more positive uh, now. Yep, makes sense. So, yep, in the final group of the World Cup draw is Portugal, Uruguay, Ghana, and South Korea. Uh, quite fascinating, I guess. Quite uh, old rivalries, <laughs> old revenges to be taken. Ghana and Uruguay, we've known what, what, has, what has happened in the past of that uh, robbery which had taken when the penalty had not been given or maybe a forced penalty had been given against uh, Ghana and Uruguay winning that from like out of nowhere and then Uruguay knocking out Portugal in the round of 16. Yeah, it's not World exactly Cup. a robbery, right? See, listen, Luis Urias handled the ball with his hand and he got the red card and he got sent off. So, he did it for his team, right? I mean, it's not yeah, but there are quite robbery. a few. But no, no, it's not that. Not apart from that. I mean, that was fair. But apart from that, there who were many are the decisions Ghanaian, made. Who are the Ghana's player to miss the penalty given for that? I mean, that's his mistake, actually, if you ask me. He was that, given a penalty rightfully. Was, it's not like he handled the ball and got yeah, away with it. Right? Agreed, agreed. No, no, but certain fouls also were not given to Ghana. Maybe, let's see though. But I guess, old time, maybe revenge. Same for Portugal, I guess. They will be looking. They will be itching to beat Uruguay and take that revenge of the knock of the knockout game in 2018 back in Russia. And South Korea, I guess, I guess, will be uh, that team who knocked out Germany. So they could play a spoil sport again, and uh, they could either maybe you know beat Uruguay or Portugal. You never know what it is. And what do you think, Nayar? Portugal going through safely. Um, actually, both of uh, I think Portugal and Uruguay will actually go without any problems. But uh, again, see, Ghana might get actually physically, you know, against Uruguay, they might try to do something. Again, Korea, though, I have to say, they were not exactly, you know, the best team in qualifying, though. But again, I have seen last time how they knocked Germany out. Well, though they, they knocked Germany out, they also didn't progress to the round of 16 back then. But again, I mean, it all goes down between Portugal and Uruguay. And again, I mean, these both teams are like... Uh, one is very good with youngsters with Portugal side, but the manager is pretty bad. I mean, really, really bad. And I honestly don't know why they didn't sack them yet. But again, if you compare the squads, I think they arguably, they arguably have one of the best uh, talented uh, playing eleven in the tournament. And going to Uruguay, uh, they were pretty bad. They were almost about to miss out on the World Cup. Their manager got sacked. And ever since that, they have been on a four-match unbeaten run. They've made their way to the World Cup and experience is there. And yeah, it all goes down, I guess. I mean, the manager is pretty interesting now. So I guess whoever will win this tie will get the group top. Uh, definitely Uruguay and Portugal are going through, no doubt. So my bet is like I think Portugal will actually finish on top, considering Uruguay can be screwed by Ghana. But I don't know, man. Ghana is like literally the entire country hates Uruguay and especially Luis Suarez. So that might play the spoil spot at the end. But Nehara, tell me, now these games are going to be played in November and December now. So, apparently, the Premier League and the Euro, the club-level football will be kept on a hold. So, how do you think the players will be preserved during the, like, say, a month prior to the tournament? And I then think, you know, because, you know, November yeah. starts, none of the big players will take any major risk, you know. Even if there's a small loss, they'll hold off. So, so one, what yeah, most think, importantly, like, I think it will be tough for European like, players, man, to adapt to the see, no, see, extreme it, heat in Middle East. 
yeah but not like only the players who are actually going to the world cup you know in the squad like not exactly so they can have good rotation they will see like players like bruno ronaldo maguire harry kane and then who else messi these neymar suarez all of them you know have to be very careful especially when kevin de bruyne lukaku all are injury prone guys they all you know coming out of major injuries and they can't be risked at all because it is the world cup after all like suddenly you know cristiano all hyped up for the world cup and suddenly he plays in a premier league game and maybe he gets injured so you know that could be a major major put a major hold on him and maybe that could end his world cup dream maybe you never know so that's why it is going to be very very you know interesting and sub- like interesting to see how each player and each team help like gives rest how many how much rest to each player from it but uh, one more thing i can actually predict is like all the european nations will be having a very tough time in uh, middle east you know they succumb to lot many injuries during the tournament i mean this kind yep. of heat the middle east countries are used Oyster to it, tough. and even the south american Oyster countries are kind of used to this kind of harsh climates but not the european countries uh, the december will Possibly. be like they have to play at 40 degrees and that's not going to be easy for any of them Hi, right. question. Interesting. Guy. Anything to add up, Nihar? I guess you're done with the FIFA World Cup, bro. I guess I can't even like recollect. Like it's been four years since the last Russia World Cup. I mean, I just feel it's been a couple of like maybe six months since the last World Cup took place. But it's all like it's all it's four years. It's been since France lifted the World Cup. So, Nihar, what are your predictions? I mean, just name your top three favorite candidate favorite uh, teams to be there to win the World Cup. top 3 top 3 yeah any yeah. of your choice okay. any of your choice up to 32 well name top 4 not 3 because i can't really decide between third and fourth my top okay. favorite i'll go with france second i'm going okay. with uh, brazil third mm-hmm. i'm going with germany and fourth i'm going with argentina wow that's interesting so you you are saying that france will defend the title that's interesting they can i mean they have the squad depth and they have the good manager the everything is on route for them unless they collapse midway like they did in euros okay i will go for um brazil winning the world cup this time uh, with portugal second favorites uh, england third and france fourth you know that's well put so guys this is our uh, coverage on the world cup draw Well, the predictions we made are too early because we honestly don't know what kind of changes and what kind of players will be available for the World Cup, and it's long wait due. It's more than six months away. So we'll be back with World Cup foot, no ex- exclusive foot uh, footage or uh, content when the time is correct. So until then, we'll be back with other awesome content regarding the club football. So stay tuned and uh, thanks for uh, subscribing. Mm-hmm.